Kangen Water cheers to Dr. Lisa and naturopaths. Enjoy. It's where, you know, conventional medicine gets itself in a sticky place with its algorithms because it sees the symptom and goes, there's only one way to go from here. But it's such a, such a more complex conversation when you're actually digging deep into who this person is sitting in front of you that's different than the next person that comes through. Exactly. I love that you're saying algorithm because that's just such a like uh, techie word. And I think that's where the Western medicine has, the conventional medicine has turned into is like an AI or first, you know, just computing. That's all it's doing. It's not doing the listening, the, you know, all the other steps that you are. So, yeah. And I think doctors would want to, it's just the yeah. system is the set up because oh, you know, yeah. many people go into that and it's just, it's kind of crazy because how could with so many people dying of heart disease and they're all eating different and they're living different lifestyles and have different jobs. How can the heart disease just be solved by one answer? Yeah, exactly. The whole insurance paradigm, which just allows you five minutes to see a person, just funnel them through. That's one of the issues. And, you know, you'll hear conversations, especially from functional doctors who are on interviews saying, I went to medical school to help people. And all of a sudden, Everything that we were learned, we were taught about the body in our you know, basic biology classes, we're taught to forget when we get to our residency because it's all the pharmaceuticals then. And then when they decide to, you know, if it's someone going down the functional medicine path, they're relearning all these things about the body that they're like, of course, it makes sense that you have to give nutrition because that is the building blocks of our cells. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. And it makes complete sense. I mean, we're just, yeah, it just needs to be shifted. Yeah, and I think also a responsibility that we take. I know most of the people that I work with and even the people we know or interview on these shows, you know, the patient who has responsibility and wants to make the choices and wants to offer up information and really kind of go down this path of learning is a really important part of it's not like, oh, I'm sick, heal me. Like, it's a very victim mentality, whereas, as you said, empowerment is important. Yeah, yeah. You can't take that victim mentality. Like, it's okay if someone is dipping in and out because they're struggling, but to become, to have that attachment to it is when it becomes really difficult to actually do the healing because a person ends up subconsciously choosing things that keeps them in that state of dis-ease. So mindset for me is a huge place that I go with people because I want to understand what is the story a person is bringing to the table. If they have that victim mentality, is there a way that we could break them free of it? What do they want their life to truly be? And how do we get them to realize that they are not this disease? They are not their, even their traumas that has happened them into the past. Because holding on to that literally is an anchor that keeps a person tied to it and they can't break free into their truer self. I love how you just said that because it's almost like, I think at one time medicine and the doctor and the physical body was over here. And now what's been shifting so dramatically is that no, your lifestyle, your physicality, your mental thoughts, your emotional states, if you're in a dangerous situation, if you're eating 
crappy box food every day, or you're using a microwave, or you're over drinking coffee, or you know, there's so many things to mention. But all those are pieces in holistic health. And we're not just looking at the physical body anymore. I mean, you know, to ask why a person makes health choices that aren't beneficial to them. And it's usually because of it, it is either because they don't have the energy to venture upon that health plan, which, you know, a lot of people, they just, they don't want to deal with getting crazy about making sure they're eating organic or there's no toxins in their water. I can't think about getting a filter system. And, you know, it's just, it's so much because we live in such a draining society. So when a person hasn't developed uh, proper self-care or truly nurtured the love that they have for themselves, they fall into this trap of just taking the easy route, the fast food, um, the, you know, drink whatever's coming out of my faucet. Um, And then, yeah, definitely that self-love piece is such a big thing because when you truly love yourself and the life that you're living, you just want more life. Like that's the secret, like creating a desire in yourself to wanting more vibrancy in your life. And then it's like a magnet. Everything you do gets pulled in that direction. I had that thought today. I was like, oh, it's so amazing taking care of myself. It feels (laughs) so good. Like, and yeah, and then it makes you want to do more and more and more because that's what we want. That's what we're craving in our society is that the feel good chemicals, you know, and you know, that was after a workout and after a shower and after my face massage and things. So, um, those, and those things stimulate those chemicals in our brains. And it's, yeah, it's, it can be so simple too. We always talk about that here, how simple things can be. And even though our culture has made it so difficult or yeah, like you said, like extreme and draining, like it's it, like the healthy way doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to. And a lot of times, you know, you're, um, you find your community that supports you and it makes it a lot easier. And people may not have the community uh, close by, but I mean, Facebook now, like there's so many Facebook groups where people could hop on and ask a question. How do I, you know, start shopping healthy and people will support you. You know, there's resources out there and it, It just takes that desire. Yeah. I like how you say that in community too is really important because we're in lots of communities um, and it really helps on all levels, not just your health, but obviously people doing yoga class are in community of each other and support on many levels as our business, as any kind of expansion, like, and people probably don't really consider that part of the healing tool that it is. Yeah, you know, to just go in and out of your yoga class and make it be more of a fitness thing is probably cutting someone cutting someone's self short rather than really seeing this community for what it is and trying to dive in a little bit more and asking people what they're doing for themselves. But we've all been so cut off. And, you know, I... I've heard something years ago about uh, some study that said that kids these days, when they're using so much technology in front of their faces all the time, aren't able to recognize the facial cues of emotion as well anymore. 
And so if things like that are happening, people literally are like, they don't know how to interact in community and have those heartfelt interactions because everything is just so techie. <laughs> yeah, screen-based, just like a screen, even in the right. real world, it just translates. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, oh my gosh. there's so much really to think about that goes into healing. And I think part of why we do our show and love to have so many different people on is because it's really lifestyle and it's mm -hmm. really many pieces that, you know, when we're ill, we're just out of balance in one particular area, perhaps that when we have someone like you to come in and focus and support us to focus that because we don't have the intelligence of what your study is and what you, you know, you as a doctor can offer, but it's really just trying to cue into a certain area. And like you said, in the very beginning, a lot of ideas when you get your sunlight, good food and all that, it might just balance out and that these are possibilities. Like it's not about I'm sick, I need a doctor, I need a drug and now I'm gonna be better, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. And you know, this is one of the reasons too why I always say that it's so important to get a health team on board because of that support, that community. And you know, when someone is struggling in their health, physical or mental health, to be doing it completely on your own really can be so overwhelming. And a lot of people are trying to do it on their own, especially in the mental health world. And so finding those people that you can really rely on to be your guides, to help you be, to be healers for you, but also help you to become your own healer is so important in someone's journey. Yeah. Yeah. And I love like, on top of all this like the lifestyle I mean that's what it comes down to like that kind of just like clicked for me because mm -hmm. on my blog I was talking about like these seven bottles that will align and ground yourself every day and it honestly is just a lifestyle like yeah, yeah if you do these seven things every day you are going to feel better and that's what that's all it is I mean even like diet or nutrition can get cut out of the vocabulary because if you're living in a conscious life, then it is. It's just conscious living. It's not a diet. It's not, oh, this or that. And you can still have that piece of cake every once in a while and re not reward yourself, but, you know, consciously eat that, yeah, eat that, that meal for yourself to enjoy it in pleasure or, and to enjoy it for your cousin's birthday party or whatever it is, like, yeah, that just like really clicked for me. It's all about intention. Exactly. You know, when intention becomes, I'm doing this because I'm really emotional right now. And that's why you're eating the cake and maybe the whole cake. <laughs> that's where, you know, we're supporting our unhealthy habits. But when you're right, you're living this healthy lifestyle and every, every healthy habit you have is supporting one another, then yeah. If you're at a wedding, then go for it, you know, indulge a little because you're doing it out of joy. And when you're doing it out of joy, we're actually able to digest this food better because when we're in an activated state, because we're feeling guilty or shameful about the food that we're eating or we're stress eating. Um, so it's not even the shame piece. We're just thinking all well, the things that make us, makes us unhappy. Our digestion isn't properly working. And so that is going to lead to the inflammation that is going to lead to the leaky gut versus if you're like, this cake makes me feel awesome right now. 
because I'm dancing with my loved ones at this party and I haven't had cake in a while and it's a treat and all smiles doing it. Your gut says, yeah, let's rock this cake. (laughs) Well, I think that's important. Like you said in the beginning, the mental, like how you approach anything is really going to shift the outcome on physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual levels. And really like that was the perfect example of the cake. Um, and things that, you know, as you're eating something in joy and pleasure, it's a lot different experience than when you're gobbling something in depression, sadness, and fear. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a branch of guiding people through eating disorders now. It's called intuitive eating. And I think it's really wise because it gets people in touch with their body and allows them to say, do I really want this food right now? And it's not about like what is good or bad food. It's just the process of bringing someone into their body when they may have been disembodied because they might have body dysphoria, dysphoria, or they might just be full of shame um, or just decided to leave their body. So they don't have to deal with it or life. And so to be able to have that intuition practice brought back in and say, do I want fast food right now? Okay. I genuinely do at least it's starting the process of listening to yourself rather than forcing yourself into a certain box. Yeah. I've heard that word too, the intuitive eating. And, um, you just, you just know so much, Dr. Lisa, like, I feel like a naturopath has to have like so many hats too, at the same time, many hats and running a business includes many more hats. (laughs) I've been trying to imagine myself as becoming an expert juggler, (laughs) I think going back to that intuitive eating, I really think like, and and even all this medicine and the the path you're on is really supporting people to kind of tune into themselves. And once you start doing that, whether it's with food or anything, it's just going to roll into all the other areas of your life, bringing us back to the, and and that's really important because the intuition knows there's a part of us that knows beyond our mind, body, and emotions how to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and our innate health system is really wanting us to survive. So giving people tools to connect all that together and perhaps that healing crisis, as we call them, is a way for them to step into a greater knowing of themselves. Definitely. I mean, those hardships that we go through, they are really divine. And uh, I've been listening to... Uh, I think his name is Rick Roll podcast and his wife calls them divine moments because we are struggling, but in that struggle, we are growing and learning ourselves. And if we are not having those opportunities, uh, um, it's the hormetic effect. Have you heard this term? And it goes on all time in our bodies and in our lives when there is some sort of resistance. It's like weight training is the perfect example. When there's a resistance, we then have to have equal resistance back, which develops, which is our development and our growth. And so without that, it's stagnation is is the other side of the coin. Well, and I like that because I think in somewhere in all of our heads, we think there's this utopia landing spot. And even though we're told it a million times, it's like, when I get this, I'll be happy. When I get this, I'll be healthy. If I get this, I'll be that. And really it's all one big process. And, and perhaps as we grow and develop, 
with different medicines and using all medicine options, we start to realize like, it's not bad when you get off balance because it's like you're saying, a resistance to show you where to fine tune yourself rather than thinking I'm good or bad or, you know, no, life is a process and we go in highs and lows and good and tough and stuff comes at us. We're not creating our own mess all the time. We're involved in groups and situations and things that are happening and we're just trying to respond on a way that's going to make us feel you know better and if we don't respond right it doesn't mean we're wrong it means we're overwhelmed and that's where we need some balance and like you're saying that resistance is building us and creating our evolution into really being better at this whole process yeah and you know everyone uh, many people talk about a gratitude practice and I think it, it gets a lot of fluff, but it really is this beautiful experience of being thankful for those difficulties to make us more whole. And, you know, in a sense, it's stronger, but it's really, it's not even a strength when you get there because there's this ease of being when you come into a place where hardships is another opportunity. And it doesn't mean that the hardship is easy, but it means that we're not fighting ourselves in, a diff- in addition to the difficult experience on the uh, outside. Yes. That's a, some really nice perspectives that you're bringing to just the whole concept of healing and doctors and stuff. I, yeah, I'm really appreciating. Yeah, so where can people find you, Dr. Lisa? Uh, they can find me at uh, my website. It's www.rootednaturopathy.com. And that's rooted like a tree. Um, and yeah, that's the best way to learn more about me. Um, they can schedule, like, can they schedule like a free call or? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So on there, I have a um, book of free session with me. It's 15 minutes. Um, of just chatting with me to see if we vibe, if we have that relationship that we can develop. Um, and so, yeah, I offer that for everybody. And um, you can call me too. And my phone number is 720-790-3393. And I'm happy to book that free consult over the phone. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Well, it's so fun having you on our show and before we end the episode we'd love to ask our interviewers do you have any last golden nuggets for everyone my intention through healing one person at a time is to create a a a more whole world at large and so just really valuing your own individual healing journey. And if there's something you see in the world that you don't like, know that your healing journey is healing the world as well. That's beautiful. And we really appreciate this great little nuggets of wisdom from today. (laughs) Yes, thank you so much for being with us, Dr. Lisa. Thanks for having me. The episode isn't quite over yet, listeners. Or YouTubers. If you haven't given us a like, subscribed, left us a review, or commented on any platform, we would really appreciate you showing us some love here at the Magical Holistic Healing Arts. Remember, Kangen Water and our grab bag for the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and stay vibrant out there.